I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, Matthew. How are you? I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you? Thanks for everyone for coming, uh, listening into our latest episode of Lads to Dads. And obviously, we're doing this over Zoom, so this won't be on YouTube, unfortunately. So, yeah, let's crack on with it, Matt. What were, uh, what, what were you talking about this new lockdown, then, Matt? Well, you know what? <sighs> I like to think I'm a bit of a realist nowadays. Mm. Not a royalist. Sorry, sorry, what did you say? A realist. Oh, I thought you said yeah. rapist. No, no. <laughs> um, and... I like to take a stoic attitude to it. A what attitude? A stoic attitude. It's what like... What the fuck's stoic? Stoic. It sounds like someone like the guy of Only Fools. Why? <laughs> stoic. <laughs> what is that? Stoic. It's an... Um, <laughs> it, it's, it means like a realistic point of oh, view. Oh, right. So a realistic approach. Yeah, and, and just seeing things from a... You know, not sugarcoating stuff. Mm. The vaccine's got data. What's it got on it? The tracking data. Don't take it. No, it's, it's not got anything like That's that. Oh, shit. It. Yeah. Um, I'd take anything, mate, to get it back normal, wouldn't you? Well, this within, is... Within reason. <laughs> this is where I'm coming from. Right. Come uh, at me. I don't want to I don't want to go in here all doom and gloom, but I want to be really, you mm. know, real about it. The truth hurts, doesn't it? I think it's better to look at it instead of going... Oh look, we've got a vaccine and everything's going to be great and everything's going to be fine and everything's going. You got to listen and read between the lines what the doctors and stuff are saying. Mm-hmm. And the sooner I think you do that, the sooner you can adapt. Rather than looking forward to this, like you know, sailing off into the sunset. Yeah, I think really what's happening is this. Right, go on then. Right. First of all, did you just go? <laughs> did you just punch your hand? <laughs> what's going on is this. <laughs> Come on, Boris, come out. get stuck into it. Right. <laughs> so, I think, first things first, yeah. that this is not like the bubonic plague or whatever, right? You don't just take a vaccine and it disappears. No, no, no. Right? It's not... This is like the flu. This is just going to keep on evolving, changing, like it already is doing. Mm. Speaking of flu, though, yeah. do you think there'll ever be a cure for the man flu? Never. So it's just going to change. Every year, you're going to need a vaccine. For mm-hmm. it. Like you do the flu vaccine, yeah. you're constantly going to need it to protect people. But also, bearing in mind, this does seem to be a bit more deadly than the flu. 
Right, okay. So, but do you reckon that's due to the other flu having a lot more protection about it with the current vaccines yearly, or am I just, shall I no. just shut up and fucking listen? No, I, I don't, I do because the, va- the flu vaccine doesn't stop you getting flu, it just lessens your symptoms. Right. So, so people can go out and get the flu, but all it does is <clears throat> old people, for example, if they take the flu vaccine, it's only data from the flu that was yeah. the year before. Mm-hmm. So it's not even the new variant of the flu this year. Yeah. And what it does is, when old people get the flu, it stops mm-hmm. them dying of it. It just lessens the symptoms and things. I think with this COVID vaccine, what's going to happen is it's going to need to change every time because already now we've got this, we've got this London variant, we've got the South African variant, we've got all these different variants. Right. And you're going to need every year to have a vaccine. But yeah. Not only that, he's already he's already said on the news that probably next winter we're going to have to go into a lockdown again. So people, I think, are going to have to get used to the fact yeah. that we're going to start getting locked down all the time. I just think, like, I, I keep picturing, you know, like you see, like, the movies and, like, things like proper pandemics where they shut the streets down, you've got the yeah. police in, like, the big chemical suits yeah. breaking down your door, sticking a vaccine in your arm. It's, it's getting it's getting bad, isn't it? Well, I just, I think that's the other thing. People are scaring themselves to death, right? Mm-hmm. It's not it's not like that. We, we are locked down. But all it is, is that maybe every winter or so, until it really sorts itself out, maybe next winter, maybe even the winter after, (coughs) we might have to, instead of going to the pub, everyone going to the pub all the time, Mm -hmm. might have to just chill out and start doing things from home. Mm. You just do different things. Doesn't mean that during the summer, we won't be able to just go out and have it. It's not like we're not used to it at the moment, is it? And let's be honest... I mean, yeah, it is nice sat in the pub and it is nice, you know, next to a fire or whatever. You just adapt and you start doing things with your family instead. Overcome and adapt. Yeah. Now that's the phrase. And and I think, I don't know, I just think that this this whole way of living, I think we're going to have to admit that it's, it's changed the way we live. Do you reckon it'll be changed for good? Yeah, I do. I think it'll be it'll be changed for good. Well, we can sit around and moan about it, can't we? Or well, we can adapt. Well, I don't think it'll be like it is now. No. At all. I just think, I think it'll be like this, but a much lesser version. Yeah. And we'll have to get used to having a COVID jab every winter or whatever. Just we'll, like you would have a, co- a flu jab. Yeah. And, and then wait for the next pandemic to come in. But what people in their head are imagining, this is why people are getting down and I think depressed and everything, is what people are imagining is this is some sort of like one-off bug that once everyone takes the vaccine it's gone it's just gone no. it's not it's around i think it's around for a long time now and yeah. it'll just change every winter yeah and that's it we just have to get used to it well i'm not enjoying it because with the um tier four i mm. can still go on the golf course so if i had a you know i could still go around the golf course obviously with one other person mm. um socially distanced but now the lockdown is i'm pretty sure it's all shut now so i can't play golf Golf. Um, what are your thoughts on golf, then, Max? So, you know, you've got a lot of spare time on your hands. Um, would you be interested in picking up the clubs and going for a swing? They're called clubs, by the way. Well, first, thing, first things first. Uh, I haven't got a lot of time on my hands now, which I'm which I'm absolutely over the moon about because. Oh, because- your Brazzers subscription came through, didn't it? <laughs> I've got an OnlyFans. Uh- <laughs> Lasted out only fans. Uh, only fans, yes. I've got a lot of time posing and taking selfies. And uh, no, uh, it means that. Because my ex, I think she used to utilise her mum and dad quite a bit, mm. um, but now obviously she can't. Yeah. Um, and so now she's agreed 
for us to do 50-50 parenting, which is... How do you feel about that? It's all I've ever wanted. Mm. Um, and now I actually get to do that. Yeah. Um, so I'm absolutely over the moon with it. Yeah, okay. so I'm going to have autumn half of the week, half the week, and um, yeah. And vice just, versa, yeah. Yeah, so then... So no time it. for golf, Matt. No time, no time for golf. Well, but the, to be honest, looking at you, you look like the bloke. You dress like the bloke who play golf. It's <laughs> the most. I mean, I know you like it. I know you enjoy it. Mm. Um, what are your thoughts? Go on, going deep. I know you got you something bitter about this coming. I can feel it. No, I mean, you know, I'm always honest. Uh, I think I wasn't planning on playing golf until I'd fully, fully retired, and just maybe a year or two before I stopped having good use of my legs and yeah. uh, just so that I could say that I'd done it. But at the same time, I mean, there's other things, isn't there? Yeah. But when you want to be good at golf, then when you retire, you play good or be 65, 70 years old, swinging a club around in the field, getting really fucking irate. So I want to, so you're asking <clears throat> me if my goal is to be able to hit a ball mm-hmm. with different sticks. Sticks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then walk after it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then go, yeah, that's where it landed. Let's hit it again until it falls in a hole. Mate, now you put it that way, sounds riveting, doesn't it? <laughs> not for me, that. <laughs> and then everybody chats about how rough the grass is or how like mate, long the grass... That's what you're doing, mate, really, golf's, yeah. Golf's a deadly sport. i tell you about the time my granddad, he got taken to an ambulance. So he's playing in like a foursome, pardon the pun, Yeah. where um, so like three of his mates, and he was the fourth, so that's four. So yeah. um, they used to play at each other's courses. Like oh, they all week. shouted, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you're picking it up. Yeah, okay. And um, so he's playing with this bloke. And mind you, he, they were in their early 70s, right? Late 60s, early 70s. And um, <clears throat> one of the guys that he used to work with, he was playing, and he's got a real bad temper issue. And, um, you know, being stressed when you're that old ain't good, is it? No. So my granddad's holding the flag, right? The guy's got like a five foot putt to pop in. And my granddad, when I've played them before, they're all like, all the, um, you know, they, they use the right, you, know, you can't roll, you can't have your bag on the green, you, everything's got to be perfect, which is fair enough. That's the rules. So he's holding the flag. Well, I don't know, let's re- Your bag has to be perfect. Yeah, your ball bag. Your ball. Yeah, you got to have your, your ball bag's got to be clean shaven <laughs> before every game. No, so, um, you can't like there's there's um there's like a protocol on the golf course. You can't have your your, your golf bag on the on the green. It has to be around the green because the green's where you putt and it's got to be the flatter surface. All oh, right, okay. And you yeah. can't like stand in other people's lines of shots and all that shit. God, that's boring when you talk about it, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. my um my um Matt, wake up. My um <laughs> my granddad was holding this flag and the guy was about to putt it in and he missed the putt. Right? Yeah. My granddad's holding the flag out of the way. And he's missed the putt, and he's picked his ball up, thrown it in the air, gone to hit it with a bait, like a baseball with his putter, and he shouted, fuck's sake! And he's like 70-year-old, he's missed the ball, and he swung around, and he's hit my granddad <laughs> in the back of the head. Bosh, out cold. <laughs> he got fucking, ambulance was on the course, everything. Um, yeah, so, could be a, you know, make sure you wear a helmet, Matt, if you're getting involved. Yeah, I mean, the more I listen to it, there's a few things, really. Yeah. One, I think... It's more about gardening than it is about the actual game. Yes, definitely more about gardening. More you see about, loads of blokes in the course with a rake. All talking about the grass and how thick the grass is, how thin the grass is, mm-hmm. how well kept the grass is. Yeah. Um, it's mainly just grass chat. Yeah. And then um, as well as that... Just grass chat. It's just grass chat. <laughs> uh, There's your Facebook group. Yeah. <laughs> Golfers grass chat. No, just grass chat. <laughs> um, and then also, I think... 
I think it's just people showing off how grown up they are. Mm. Oh yeah, that's all it is. People want to go. I wear look a fleece. How, yeah, um, look at my trousers and look how look at the pleats in them. Like you wear one glove. Who am I, Michael Jackson? Yeah. Oh, look at my leather glove and my my pleated trousers and my leather my white leather shoes with studs in them. And no, they're not football boots. They're little skinny. The golf shoes. The spikes. <laughs> the sprinter shoes. The sprint- yeah, that's it. You're wearing sprinter shoes. <laughs> Up but- top, you want to be all like, you know, you've got your fleece on, you want to be like prim and proper, but down there, you're ready to run. Yeah. Pringle jumpers. It's basically bad fashion, grass chat, and, and eating stuff with sticks. Mate. Not for me. The new year was brought in with a bit of ventful around my end. Have I told you? You said something about a maniac banging on your door. This was, yeah. So let me unfold the story, right? Yeah. I'm, uh, I live in like a row of houses yeah. and a little cul-de-sac. And at about 10 past 12 mm. on January the 1st, early doors. Yeah. Fireworks going off. Uh, my son woke up, brought him in with me. And out of nowhere, I've just heard this, help, help, and... I've looked out the window and I could hear running and there's three people, well, one person banging on my door with two other people, hoods up, everything, and I was like, oh my God. Did you God. say they were dressed as a clown as well? I thought they were dressed as a re- clown. I remember you ringing me up and saying that you thought they were... The killer clowns were back. killer clowns were back and you, you'd you grabbed a bat or a, or a uh, metal bar or something. I got something, a metal pole, yeah. A metal pole and you was going to beat beat them up. So I got a metal pole by the door because not far from our house, it's quite, you know, there's been some break-ins and some stuff like that. Because um, I live in the Bronx, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've got my little boys in my house. My wife's at work um, doing a night shift, and I'm thinking, "Fucking hell, what was that?" And um, you know, m- your mind starts to go. Yeah. Some people would ring the police. I've got a metal bat, and I'm going right. Um, mm. I've got my kids now. I've got to protect my children. This is your castle. Yeah. Yeah. My castle. I'm the king. Yeah. You come in. You got to. You got to put up a fight. Yeah. So. Um, and I'm looking out the window, and there's a pub over the corner with a big car park, and I can see two lads, or what I thought was two lads. Clowns. In the car Clowns. <laughs> yes, juggling. Yeah. No, they were just stood in the car park, and then they were, like, looking over at my house. Mind you, my stepson's room is adjacent to mine, and he wanted to stay up to watch some YouTuber um, do some, like, New Year's thing. And um, so he says... Um, mm-hmm. Bob. Yeah, yeah, shock. And um, he had his window, his curtains open, and he's got like a little light in his room. And I, I thought someone's seen the light and they've gone banging on the door trying to scare him, thinking he's home alone because obviously all the other lights were out. Mm. So the wife comes in from work. Oh, sorry, before that, I'm downstairs at one o'clock in the morning. Just- one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here in, in the pitch black, look like um, Michael Myers from Halloween. Yeah, just stood at the top window. Yeah, I'm just staring <laughs> out and I could see them all. And I was like, if they come back, bang on my door. Yeah. And they're trying to scare me, you know, I've got to put a stop to this. Yeah. With bat in hand. Can I just say, if you'd have got one of your wife's or yours, uh, one of those white face masks that mm-hmm. you get, you know, from the shop. They, 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 you would have looked like. Oh, well, I had one on because oh, I was okay. doing it while I was sleeping. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, as, like I said in previous podcast, my wife thinks I'm an absolute rotter, so I've got my face mask and tooth whitening kit. Yeah. Um, anyway, so <clears throat> the next day goes on. I'm telling her about it in the morning. And I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" I started to think, it's like, oh, Caleb's he's at his dad's, so it'd just be me, Theo, and Ronnie. Because Emily's on another night shift. So you started putting out so traps I'm, like so on I'm, home alone. Yeah, but yeah. So I'm, so I'm, I'm um, turning the, the, I'm putting the um, the taps where you turn the tap on, gasoline comes out, turn the light on, flame comes in. Wet bandits. Wet bandits. <laughs> the sticky, sticky oh, bandits. <laughs> <laughs> you've you've got paint tins at the top of the stairs ready to swing. No one will see them. You've put a, a heater on the uh, the knob of the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Done all that. Marbles. Yeah. Done all of that. Iced front marble. Iced your front lawn. Iced front garden. Marbles all over the front. Yeah. And um, so me being me, I'm thinking. When I was a kid, sometimes you used to torment people, didn't you? Like, if anyone reacts, you know, if they come out swearing, you go, oh, we'll wind them up. Because I thought they were just kids because they looked like teenagers. Yeah. Having said that, the next day, I'm laying in bed, not thought about it, and then lights go off. And then I'm thinking, what if someone comes back? So I'm, my mind's going overdrive again. So I've got my vest on, so I'm sleeping in a vest in case I've got pop up. Yeah, I don't want to go out topless, do I? <laughs> yeah. Someone hit me in the tit. Yeah. So I've got my bulletproof vest on, my um, my blade sword at the back. <laughs> I can pull out the top of my t- <laughs> my shin pads on decos. Yeah. And my golf shoes, because they've got studs on. Yeah. And um, I'm thinking, so my mom, I was just waiting for, the, and then your brain starts to overdrive. I could hear like a noise downstairs. I was like, this time they've come around the back. I've gone downstairs, fucking dishwasher going off, nearly beat that up. Next day, made it through the night, didn't have much sleep, and I was like, fucking hell. And Emily came in, she goes, did, they, did anyone come back? I was like, no. So she's aware of it. So the next day, 
I'm shattered and that. I said, right, let's go out and have a nice walk, all of us. We took a big walk, and on our way back, at the end of our cul-de-sac, there's a lovely little family, and they're, they're, one of their kids, I think is their eldest, is about 17 or 16, mm. who's got autism. So uh, he, he, um, his dad, we were walking back to our house, just about, you know, stone's throw from our house, and his dad and his son were behind us, and his dad goes, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. Um, can I just apologise? And I was like, for? He goes, the fireworks went off. And I couldn't remember his son's name because I don't ask. Yeah. And um, he's like, he's banging on your door. Um, me and my, my other son tried to like get him back in. Uh, you know, he was just scared. Yeah. And I'm going, what are you going on about? He's like, yeah, about just after 12, banging on your door. And I was like, oh, it was son scared of the fireworks. Not a killer clown. Not a killer clown. Right. Did you say I thought it was a killer clown and I've been planting traps all I didn't night. say I was I didn't say don't go on my driver's marbles <laughs> I didn't say oh I was about to beat your son's head in I was about to beat all three of you up with a metal pole I've put Lego at the bottom of the stairs because of your son <laughs> don't touch that doorknob <laughs> to be honest I watched it because this is what I do in my spare time uh, I watched a YouTube and this is what the internet should be for right I believe this is what the internet should not to be scaring people not to be thinking about like I said I realised today you know what I was saying on the other podcast about um, how all your, like, bothers come from the past and the future. Yeah. Well, the news, that's all the news is, isn't it? Past it's the fu- past and the future. Yeah. It's like what could happen in the future and what's happened in the past. So now I'm deciding to just read the news once and that's it. Anyway, what the what the internet should be for is what I was watching the other day. Mm. And <laughs> Please carry on. And that is some guys had got these, you know, these dummies that are made of like, the like ballistic dummies that you can shoot and it does the same injuries if you, a, a person got shot, right. it's got organs inside, it's got everything else. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, made of this like... Gelatin stuff. Gelatin stuff, yeah. Right. You so see the, the guys with the samurai sword trying to go through it? Yeah. Fight science, I think it's called. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. So they've got a load of that. Did you used to watch that thing where they used to put like samurais versus knights and things yeah, like that? Yeah, all the time. Oh, it was really good. Like, unreal. Yeah. So they'd got a load of these dummies... And then they'd experimented on every single trap that Kevin had placed in Home Alone and no, seen how it would didn't. actually react. Yeah, and the paintings yeah. broke his neck, right? Because the, <laughs> the speed. Mate, what of about it, the bricks falling off the top of that building? I know. Well, I've only got up to now. At the moment, I'm only too deep in because they're about 15 minutes long. These videos. It goes yeah. into the science and everything. So they were like. Because we do about dropped objects at work, and mm. it, it blows my mind. You can have like a wrench, and it can, sorry, a spanner, a spanner. Yeah, we'll get onto that in a second. Yeah, we will. You can drop it from. Say you drop it from a certain number of feet, mm-hmm. right? And it's weight, but the feet and the weight thing, it can weigh once it hits your head, the same as a as a washing machine. Yeah. So it's ridiculous. It's, I think it's like velocity times yeah. gravity and yeah, fall factor. Mm. So they've fall factor, uh, yeah. fall factor. So they've. Um, <laughs> Have you seen that new program? Fall factor. <laughs> That's what I do at work when I'm doing these like presentations to everyone. I go, guys, when you're wearing your PPE, when you're at working at height. Remember fall factor. Oh, uh, mate. I bet, uh, that, I bet that makes it go cool. We better listen up. Yeah, instantly. The girl, God, that guy's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I see them all whispering. And I know they're saying I'm cool. Yeah, they're definitely they're, not saying yeah. anything else. And it's like they're waving just without their fingers. <laughs> not a wanker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Tin of paint. Tin of paint. Once it's swinging at that speed... To take his fucking head off his shoulders. Oh, honestly. It, like, its neck was split here. And it just thing it just rocked it back so much. Yeah, so but fast. was it a fair test? Because did they use Harry and Marv? 
Nah, Aryan Mav are made of tougher stuff, probably. Yeah, Sticky Bandits, mate. You don't yeah. get a name like that from being some Joe, average Joe off the streets. Well, you you are, because you're Joe Pesci, aren't you? Well, he's tough, isn't he? <laughs> you are a Joe. You motherfucker, you! <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've seen him with that pen in Casino. He's not yeah. messing around, is he? Great film, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of, you touched on it earlier. You um, you said the word wrench. Have you, are you, uh, to go into that, are you familiar with the term hangry? Yeah, because you're on a date at the moment. We're yep. both on a bit of a date, aren't we? But yep. you're, you're going I'm on a the... goal, because I want to get to the end of the... I'm going to set... Like I said in a previous podcast, um, I'm going to set myself like a target at the end of the year, yeah. um, something to achieve, whether it's an Iron... Not an Ironman, Christ. Yeah. Whether it's like a marathon or triathlon or, I don't know, something's just going to... I'm, I'm waiting for the right thing. We've gone for two different approaches, haven't we? I've gone <laughs> for the high-protein one. Because mm. um, you're doing Mr. Olympia end of the year, aren't you? So, Right, I think it's called satiety or something. The, you, you, how hungry you feel mm-hmm. is low because of the high protein, whereas you're going for the low calories. So I'm, what I'm doing at the moment is I'm on a calorie deficit mm. to lose fat whilst working out. To, so when I'm losing the fat, still keep in shape. But I've got this this my fitness app. It tells me how many calories I can eat in the day and like scans all the barcodes. So I've got it down to like bang on. I'm not, you know, I know exactly what's going on in my body. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so about day four into it now, but day five. And it, I remember this from when I was cutting weight, like years ago, you start to get very argumentative and mm. little things piss you off. So Caleb last night, his bike came through the post. We ordered him a bike for um, his Christmas money. He ordered a bike is that what you posted on Instagram and you said, because Emily was sat on it and you said when you accidentally married Matt, Matt Hoffman. Hoffman yeah. A, yeah. She was sat on it for ages. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Then she started like riding around the kitchen. She jumped on the worktop, started bunny up and around. Um, but you know, Emily used to be a pro BMX. She was a pro rider. Right, a pro rider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that's, that's what me and her get on so well. Yeah, so <laughs> Caleb was going, um, he was at his nana's because it was homeschooling yesterday. And they came back after Emily's work about half past four. His bike got delivered at three. I'd just got in, put his bike to the side in the cardboard box. And um, obviously, Emily's come back. I've got the kids. Straight into dinner time, bath time for the boys. And Caleb's just looking at her, itching his, like, he's ready to ask me, like, can we, can, can you get your tools out? Can you get your tools out? Can you get your tools out? And I'm fucking starving, right? Mm. And I've said to him, I was like, Caleb, we'll sort the kids out and then we'll sort something out. And then he went, all I need is your adjustable wrench. Right. And I was like, me because I'm hungry. I went wrench. I was like, "What well, you Americans? Fucking spanner." And I, I was saying, I said it just like yeah, that. I was angry, like, "Do you mean yeah. spanner?" Yeah. I was like, "Mate, you just need a spanner." Yeah. And Emily was, was like, "Yeah, can you can you borrow your spanner?" Oh, I was like, well, "Yeah, I'll get him a spanner, not a wrench." And yeah. he sat there like, "Why is he having a go at me like for oh, getting it wrong?" Yeah. So I go to the van, get my tools out, and go in there. You'll find my spanner. Right. And um, I went upstairs, and Emily was like, "Oh, will you help him build like the bike, like?" After we sort the kids out, because I want to make oh, sure. Oh, there is spanner, then. Yeah, I said, shut yeah. up, you spanner. Yeah. Um, and he went, because um, obviously, like, he's got to put his brakes on, and she wanted to make sure they're all secure. And I was like, what? why do you get, why do you call it a wrench? I'm still going on about this <laughs> wrench. And she was like, Ben, don't worry. We'll have, go downstairs, and we'll have some dinner. I was like, it's not about that, Emma. It's not about that. <laughs> like, how do you not know it's a spanner? Yeah. <laughs> she's going, right, you're hangry. Yeah. I'm leaving the situation. Went downstairs. And then uh, the boys got to bed and went to sleep, and I came downstairs. I was like, yeah, I hope you help, mate. And, but I still went, but it's called a spanner, mate. Remember that. 
<laughs> to be fair, I can tell that you were in a bit of a, a you had a short fuse yesterday because you rang me and you'd you'd let me know that oh, the God. kids had locked you out of the car for Fucking 15 minutes head. on the And I'm st- I, mate, listen to this. So tell me tell, let's tell the story. And right. I said this is hilarious and I could tell in your voice you was thinking it's not hilarious. No. Now uh, looking back on it, it's funny now. I did say we will look back on this. Yeah, enough. and we have. We are. <laughs> we are doing and it now. Fucking hell, right? I am um, so I picked the boys up from um Childminder. Well, one of them only went yesterday because he gets three hours. And um, when my other son, Ronnie, got dropped off by his grandma. So I've got both the boys. And we're stuck in the house. And I'm like, I need to go pick up some materials for a job that I've got doing on Friday. So I thought, you know, I'll stick them in the van. Because I've got like a seat. And then half a seat. So I let Theo sit in the little half a seat with the seat back around him. Yeah. You don't go far. And um, Ronnie in the seat. So driving to the um, the merchants, and I was like, oh, I need to get some fuel. So I thought, yeah, go out, get some fuel. So I thought, right, I'll drive to the, the Morrisons, um, the one where you pay your card, you just stick your card and you'd have to go into the kiosk. Yeah. Pull up to the one, shock, ki- have to go into the kiosk, and I was like, fuck it out. I can't wait around, I've got two kids booting off. So I get out, put the fuel in, and I look at it in the car and go, sit there, don't move. Mind you, before this, my van key's been, like, playing up a little bit. So, mm. like, putting, I have to wiggle it quite a bit. Um, so I've gone to pay up, and I'm looking at them, and they're both stood up on the seat, fucking around. I'm going, right, no, nah, I'll just take them home. It's not, I shouldn't be driving around with them, not properly secured. So go back to the van. I'm looking at the window, giving the eyes, sit down, go to up my door, and I'm fucking locked out. Right. Theo has like clambered all over the stood up where he's jumping around. He's not the, the locking door button to look from the inside. So yeah. I've got my key in and it won't open. Uh, I was there 15 minutes. So I'm going, Theo, press the one with the light on it. And he's there like <laughs> going all shy because he knows I'm getting R8. Yeah. Lady comes behind me and was like, is everything all right? I was like, no, I'm locked out of my fucking van. And she was like, <laughs> because I'm hungry as well. Yeah. I'm really like arsey. Yeah. And I'm like, Theo, press the button. And he's like gone all quiet because he thinks he sees me shouting. Ronnie started to cry. And oh. I'm like, what is going on here? People behind you beeping. Yeah, people behind me are like, are you nearly done, mate? I'm like, mate, I'm going to go back and ask get that metal pole. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? I'm wiggling my thing in and as Theo stood up and I was like, come here, come on, come in. I was there 15 minutes and he leant on it, thing opened. I managed to open the car quick and pull it open. I was there 50 minutes. I'm in shorts because I was only nipping to the merchant. It's yeah. like minus one. Shorts and a hoodie. Um, yeah, so I just thought, fuck it, take a moment, mate. And I get in the car and Ronnie's like, hi, daddy. And I'm like, you little, <laughs> little bastard. So thank you everyone for joining us yet again. It's been great to do another episode. Can't yeah. wait to do one where we're actually sitting down. We've got our YouTube on and we can, you know, get back carry on it. like we were before. Yeah, yeah, mate. But you know, at the moment we've just got to keep doing what we're we're doing. Thank you again, guys, for uh, listening in. Please subscribe. Let us know. Let's feel the love. You know. <laughs> Cheerio, guys. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.